think about that as we've sung songs, as we've heard your word, that Lord, you'll use that uh, to penetrate into our souls the great hope of knowing you in Jesus, Lord. We pray that as we think that through now, Lord, you'll help us to understand that and experience all that your hope brings. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I think we're good, aren't we, Dylan? Uh, the very first clip we had, wasn't it? Hope was here. And in that clip, it talked about how that we cannot live without it, that hope, in one sense, is almost what drives our life. If we lose hope, then we lose life. Uh, a number of years ago, there was uh, an organisation, some researchers, in about the 1990s, and they got two tubs of water and two types of rats, or two sections of rats, put one lot in one tub of water, one lot in the other, and in one of them they let them go to see how long they would swim for and they all drowned within an hour. In the second tub, every couple of minutes or so, they would reach in and they would pull the rats out and then put them back again. They survived for 24 hours. Why is that? Is it because they got a rest? No, it was because they believed that every now and then there may be a chance that they'll be saved, that someone will reach in and reach them out and take them and save them. And so hope kept them going. Hope enabled them to live. And hope's like that, isn't it? It helps us to live. It enables us to live. But when we lose hope, then we lose life. I don't know whether you've ever had a, uh, spoken to someone who's been through or either attempted suicide or considered suicide. Uh, it's a very sad situation when you talk to someone in those uh, when they're like that. But one of the things you find when you talk to people like that, and I've had a number of conversations with people like that, is that they cannot see hope. The situation that is all around them, something that has gone on, has just so engulfed them. They may have family, they may have friends, they may even have a job, but the circumstance and situation that they're in just clouds in so much that they can't see past that and they lose hope. When we lose hope, we lose life. Now that may have been you in 2015. You may have gone through a circumstance or situation like that. You may have gone through that in past years. You may be going through that right now where you cannot see past the circumstance and situation that you're in and you're losing hope. Well, can I encourage you this morning that hope is here. Hope is here. But not only can we lose hope and lose life, but also we can have misplaced hope and then we can have a misplaced life. I don't know whether you were watching television the other night, but... um, Let me go down one more. Who saw that film? Uh, Don't worry if you didn't, it's not a great film. Uh, I reckon on the rankings of good Christmas movies, it's probably at about 1,000th. It's right down the bottom somewhere. Uh, it's with Danny DeVito and Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Uh, and uh, Danny DeVito's the main character. He moves into town and as he comes into town, he, he, he's been moved all over his place. His family are finding it very difficult. Uh, he ends up being a car salesman. That's pretty difficult. It's almost like being a real estate agent. No, Brody, it's better, isn't it? Uh, it's tough gig, isn't it? He's finding it really tough. Uh, he, he's losing momentum in life. He's struggling with stuff. Uh, but then he decides that he's going to put as many Christmas lights on his house so that it can be seen from the satellites 
hovering above the earth, so it can be seen from space. And so he gets all these lights together and he puts it all on his house and he gets together. Uh, halfway through the film, he's talking to his boss who's telling him that you need to start spending some time here at work. And he says to his boss, but look, I've been searching for something to hold my life together, something to have hope in. And he says, the lights are it. Well, as the movie goes on, if you watched it, you know that he gets so engrossed in the lights that he loses his family, he alienates his friends and his life seems to crash even further on him. In one sense, he was dazzled by the lights. And we can do the same, can't we? We too can be dazzled by the lights. We can have our hope misplaced. We can see that maybe our hope is in our job, in our profession. Maybe we think it's going to be successful. Maybe it's it's going to have money. We can put our hope in relationships. Maybe that next boyfriend, maybe that next girlfriend, maybe the perfect husband out there or the perfect wife. Our hope can be misplaced. We can think all those things because in the end, all of those things can and will let you down because none of them are perfect. Because we were not created just for the earthly world. We were created to live on for eternity. You and I have within us something that cries out for eternal life, something that cries out that we've got something bigger than just this. God created you and I to live for a hope that goes on for eternity. Not for the next couple of years, not for the next 50 years, but forever. A misplaced hope ends up being a misplaced life and we're not satisfied. Lost hope ends up in a lost life. But hope found gives us life eternally because hope is found here in Jesus. Uh, This last Bible reading that I uh, read to you was about a guy called Simeon. And uh, he's a really old guy. Uh, we're not sure how old. We think he probably was around his 80s. And he'd been waiting his whole life for one thing to turn up. He was waiting for he, the King of Kings. He was waiting for the Messiah, the Bible says. That is the King of Kings, the King come down that we sung in Hark the Herald Angels Sing. He was waiting for the Messiah, the King to bring everything together. And he was waiting for that very one thing to turn up. And look what he says when he, when he grabs hold of Jesus in the Bible verse. He says this, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Simeon holds that baby. Now, no one has told him anything about this baby, by the way. It's Mary and Joseph are just any other person turning up. Simeon hasn't seen the angels tell him that the baby Jesus is the one. Uh, he doesn't know that been waiting 80 years and here he holds this baby and he says you now may dismiss me in peace. He has found the one thing that he has been waiting for. Uh, People have bucket lists don't they? They list all these things off and they tick all these things off to get them or if you're like Nick over here he's got 52 new things that you can have. It's a book, it's a great book, talk to him later, have a read about it. Uh, we have these lists, don't we, that we can knock it off and if we get these lists knocked off, then we're, we're happy, maybe. Simeon doesn't have a bucket list. He has one thing. He wants to meet the King of Kings. He wants to meet the Saviour of the world and he meets him in Jesus. 
He holds him up and says, you can now dismiss me in peace, Lord. I can die in peace. Why? Well, look at what the second part of the verse says. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. This little one that he holds is the king of kings that is going to bring salvation to all people. He is the one that is going to enable all people throughout the world to live now in hope and live for eternity in the presence of their loving Heavenly Father forever. You see, this little baby doesn't stay a baby. It's a nice little baby. Isn't it thinking in the... Uh, sitting there in a manger, though it was probably pretty dirty and smelly back then. But this little baby, we love babies, don't we? They smell beautiful, they're wonderful. But this little baby doesn't stay a baby. He grows up and he lives the perfect life for you and me. He dies a sacrificial death for you and me. And he defeats death and rises again for you and me. So that we can live a hopeful life knowing that we have life now and life eternally in the presence of our Heavenly Father. This little baby that comes into the world is the one that brings hope to you and me because that's what we were created for, to have hope that we can live now and forever in the presence of our Heavenly Father. Uh, who knows who these two guys are? Oh, hasn't been long, has it? It's only been nine months. Know who they are? Andrew Chan, Mayam Sukumara on the other side. That was 2015. That was April this year that these guys were executed. You know, they were part of the Bali Nine. Uh, these two guys actually grew up in the same suburb. They actually went to the same school. They were four years apart. They didn't actually know each other. But they both got caught up in the bright lights of seeing that they wanted more in their life. Uh, they got caught up in the bright lights of thinking that they wanted to have money. They wanted to have women. They wanted to have the high life. And the jobs that they had weren't su- supplying that for them. And so they both independently got caught up in a drug ring. And both of them independently then got caught up in a drug ring together. They got dazzled by the bright lights and their hope was misplaced in thinking that if they could deal the drugs and get the money, then they'd have the BMWs, the Mercedes and the women. Well, you know the story. That didn't happen. They were caught. They were in jail for quite a number of years now, uh, back then. And then they were executed. But the amazing thing is that these two guys found hope. These two guys found Jesus while they were in prison. Or maybe Jesus found them. But they were transformed. Both of them were transformed by their finding Jesus. Now, Andrew Chan, he found Jesus earlier than uh, my Aaron, but they both did and they both were transformed by that. And they were completely changed. If you go and read their bios, what they did in their last couple of years in that prison was phenomenal. They really did change the whole shape and culture of the prison. Uh, Did things that really encouraged the prisoners to change their lives. They had hope and they changed their lives because of that. They found hope in Jesus. Uh, Now let me read to you something that uh, uh, my urine's uh, brother said. 
he actually went and spent the last 30 minutes with him before he was executed. And uh, this is what he asked him. Uh, the guy's name was Shinthu. He said this, I asked him if he was afraid and he said no, but I didn't believe him. So I placed my hand on his chest for a few minutes and I felt his heartbeat. Then again on his wrist to feel his heartbeat and it was beating slowly and I knew he was not afraid. You see, he'd found hope. He knew that his eternity was secure. He knew that he was sad, he was leaving his friends and family and those that he loved, but that he knew he had an eternity in the hands and the presence of his loving Heavenly Father. And you might say, well, that's really easy to say because he only had a day to live. You don't know how long you've got to live. It may only be a day. I pray not. But we don't. Both Andrew and my Aaron found hope. Hope was found in Jesus. And you know, as they were going to the execution, as they were standing in line before they were shot, do you know what they were singing? Amazing grace. They found hope in Jesus. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, back one. You see, hope is here in Jesus. Hope lost is a life lost. Hope misplaced is a life misplaced. Hope found in Jesus is a life eternally, now and forever, living in the presence of our heavenly, lovingly Father. That is a wonderful hope, isn't it? That is a hope worth living for. Can I encourage you? I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what's been going on in your life this year. But can I ask you to think about putting your hope in the King of Kings, the Messiah, the one that brings salvation for all people, your hope in Jesus. If you do already know Jesus, can I encourage you that you have your hope renewed this morning, this Christmas, because hope is here in Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we we race around this world and we get caught up in so many different things and so many sometimes really seem like great things and good things, Lord. But Lord, none of them satisfy and none of them will take us into eternity, Lord. Only you will. Only Jesus will. Lord, I pray this morning that we'll put our hand in the hand of Jesus, that we'll put our trust in him and our hope will be found in him, Lord. And as we do that, Lord, we will know the peace that transcends all understanding, the peace of knowing that we are safe and secure in you, now and forever. And now, Lord, because of that, we can live in this world a life of hope, real life, life to the full. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.